Hello everyone, this is Lori Boyd and welcome to Season and Shine, a podcast about how to be the salt and be the light in this world. In our first episode last week, we talked about what it means to be the salt and be the light. And the overall message was this, you are valuable, you have purpose, you have this amazing ability to go out into the world and influence people for the better. You can make a good difference in the lives of others. But what happens when you don't feel valuable? What happens when you feel unworthy? It's really difficult when you feel that way to go out and and try to be the light and be the salt. And so what do you do? What do you do when you have a low sense of self-worth? That's what we're going to talk about for the next few minutes. And first, let's think about this definition of self-worth. What is that? What does that even mean? Self-worth is the sense of your own value as a person. It's the level of importance you place on yourself. It's defined by the way you think about your characteristics or your beliefs or your purpose in this world. It's made up of your feelings and your thoughts and your attitudes about yourself and the world around you. It involves how you see yourself and knowing who you are and who you want to be. And so sense of self-worth can be influenced by lots of different things. It can be influenced by your family. It can be influenced by your friends. It can be influenced by your parents, your your past experiences, um, your security, your feeling of safety. It can be influenced by your spirituality. It can be influenced by your environment or the society that you live in. And it can be influenced by time because our sense of self-worth can change as we experience different things and as we grow and as we mature. So what do you do if you have a low sense of self-worth, a negative sense of self-worth? First of all, you have to know that you can change that. It might be that you'll need to talk to somebody that can help you work through some things that are creating that sense of low self-worth. And you might need to talk through some things and work through some things, but you don't have to stay in a place where you feel like you are unworthy. Next, you might need to spend some time getting to know yourself, kind of interviewing yourself a little bit. You need to find out what you like, what you don't like, Who are the influences in your life? What are the things in your life that you can change? What are the things that you cannot change? What are you interested in? Get to know yourself a little bit. Find out what is important to you. Next, you have to be honest about some of the choices you've made in the past, good choices and bad choices, and really think about what you could have done in certain situations differently, what you maybe didn't have any choice but to respond in a certain way. Think about that. And then lastly, you're going to want to redefine your worth, but you want to do it through a divine perspective. You want to look at yourself through the eyes of your creator. Look at yourself and allow your worth to be defined by the one who made you. So I want to tell you a couple of stories so that we can get a good understanding of what it means to have value. First of all, there's a story of an American tourist who was in Paris. And while he was there, he purchased kind of an inexpe- inexpensive necklace in a, in a little junk store. 
When he came back to America and he had to go through customs in New York, he was shocked when he had to pay a really high duty on that item, on that necklace, and he wondered why. And so he had it appraised. And when the jeweler was looking at the necklace underneath a magnifying glass, he looked up and said to the man, I'll give you $25,000 for this necklace. The man was really surprised and decided to have another jeweler examine it. And this time he was offered $10,000 more than the last jeweler. He asked the jeweler, what do you see that is so valuable about this old necklace? And the jeweler said, come look through the, come look through the glass, look through the magnifying glass. And when he did, he saw a little charm with an inscription that read, Napoleon Bonaparte to Josephine. The value of that necklace came from its owner. It came from the fact that it belonged to Napoleon and was given to Josephine. That is what determined the worth of that necklace. Worth was determined on the basis of who that necklace had belonged to. Now here's another story. There was a photograph that was purchased in a little antique shop in Fresno that was bought for $2, a picture for $2. The man who bought it said that he was looking through two cardboard boxes full of pictures and found this kind of old tin type photograph. And it caught his eye and he bought it, spent the $2 to, to buy the picture. Come to find out that the person or one of the, one of the people that were in the picture, that was in the picture was a man by the name of William H. Bonney, who you might know better as the infamous outlaw, Billy the Kid. This is only one of two pictures that have ever been seen of Billy the Kid. In this picture, he was playing croquet. And the estimated value of that picture was set at $5 million. $5 million. The worth of that picture was based on the amount that someone was willing to pay for it. It was valuable because somebody was willing to pay $5 million for it. See, the worth of something can be based on what someone is willing to do to have it. So think of those two stories and think about the idea of worth and the idea of value. And hold on to that for just a second because I wanna switch gears and talk about how the world determines worth, how the world around us determines worth. Sometimes worth is, is something that can be purchased in this world. Um, the currency is, is beauty or talent, intelligence, wealth, education. These are things that people will purchase or pay money for in order to, in order to feel worthy. Sometimes worth is based on accomplishments or earnings. Overall, it's really driven by society. Worth is determined by what other people tell us about ourselves or what our culture has told us is meaningful. 
This is a false concept of worth. And it is authored by the devil himself, really, because the devil wants you and I to fall into this world's deception of what worth is because he knows that we'll never be good enough or worthy enough. And when we don't meet the world's expect expectations of worth, it, it leads to guilt, to depression, to disappointment, low self-esteem, the very things that will create a wedge between us and our creator. Do not be misled by the devil and do not be misled by culture. We have to change our perception when it comes to worth. We have to change it from worldly to godly. Instead of looking to the world to determine our value, we need to ask ourselves, what does God say? What is his truth? Because here is how God determines worth. Think back to those two stories I told you just a minute ago. We are worthy because we belong to God. And number two, we are worthy because he was willing to pay the ultimate immeasurable price for us. We belong to God. That makes us worthy. Just like that necklace because of who it belonged to. It was worth a lot. And we are worthy because he paid an immeasurable price for us. Our value was set at an immeasurable price. And so listen to some of these truths that we find in the Bible about what it means to belong to God. You were made in his image. You were fearfully and wonderfully made. You are his possession. You are precious in his eyes. He knows everything about you. You are his child. He wants to give you good gifts. His desire is to save you. He gave you the gift of choice. He has entrusted you with a great mission. He has promised you an inheritance and a future. He has promised to take care of you and he has promised to never ever leave you. We are worthy because we belong to God. And we are worthy because he paid this immeasurable price for us. He gave his only son, the life of his son, so that we can have eternal life. Notice that all these things have been done to us or for us by God. Our worth doesn't come from ourselves. It is given to us by God. We are worthy because of who he is and the price he paid to make us worthy. Know this. God made you. You did not come from nothing. The Bible says he made you a little lower than the angels and crowned you with glory and honor. When you say, I don't feel worthy, Jesus says, I have made you worthy. We can't define our value by the world's standards because remember, if we do, we'll never be good enough. With God's standard, it's not a matter of being good enough. It's a matter of, is Jesus good enough? And the resounding answer to that question is yes. Yes, he is everything good, everything pure, and everything perfect. And when God sees you, he sees his son. You are worthy. You are 
valuable. You are salt and you are light. So today, when you go out there into this world, season and shine. Until next time, bye-bye.